I'm having a glass of wine because I feel like celebrating. Today was the best day I have had in absolutely ages. And I can't believe I'm finding myself saying this, but I've met the one. And when you meet the one, you should document it. Because I want to remember these moments and these feelings for as long as I live. Today started off ordinarily enough. I had no idea it was a day that would change my life. Forever. My first task today was deleting employment records for Benny. He's just left the company. He left on very short notice, actually. He was here one day and then the next, he announced he was moving to a different country. He didn't even announce it, really. He just sent an email to the MD. And of course, Christopher was not happy being left in the lurch like that. But I do feel sorry for Benny. Because he had his reasons. I don't think he was very well. Like, psychologically. Anyway, I'd only just started on the deleting when Karen from HR was on the phone. She wanted me to go and set up the computer for our new hire. That's Benny's replacement. I said I was busy for the time being. Could it wait? She said, no, Johnny's waiting to get started and why didn't you set everything up before he arrived? She's always very short with me. It's like she doesn't realise that it's us in the IT department that keep the whole place running. And I'd like to see how she'd manage if she came in one day and none of the computers worked, none of the phones, none of the printers. Then she'd appreciate me. Then maybe I'd get a please and a thank you. But of course, she will never be nice to me. Because I'm much younger and prettier than she is and she... Well, she can be a bit of a bitch. Anyway, I told her I'd go down immediately to sort it. Because that's the sort of person I am. I'm friendly and I'm helpful. There are things I like about working in IT. I like being able to, you know, sort of go around the office and talk to people, help them with things, just find out what they're up to. But IT isn't really a good fit for me. I certainly don't look like I work in IT. And I know it's going to sound conceited, but I am too glamorous to be shut up in an attic office with the tech nerds. I really stand out amongst all the blokes in the department. I think that's why they don't really talk to me. Sometimes I even think they're avoiding me. But they probably have jealous wives and girlfriends at home who've warned them not to fraternise with the glamorous girl in the office. Women do get petty like that, especially when their looks start to go. I left it an hour or so before I went to help the new boy because the likes of me do not take orders from the Karens of this world. But when I got down to his office, I wished I had rushed there sooner. Gianni is absolutely stunning. He doesn't look real. He looks like he's been carved out of marble. He's tall, he's slim. He's got broad shoulders and tanned skin and he has this long hair that sort of flops down into his green eyes. 
I entered the room, I looked into his eyes and I was stopped dead in my tracks. I had a vision. It was like my life was on fast forward. It was a vision of us being together. Of us dancing together on our wedding day. Him holding me close to him, folding my hands in his and whispering into my ear the three magic words. I love you. And I had a vision of him supporting me while I gave birth, tenderly brushing a strand of hair off my glistening forehead, and us looking down into the face of our first baby, and him kissing me, chastely and proudly. And I had a vision of our kids running around in the garden, us sharing a cup of coffee and reminiscing. Do you remember that day when I set up your computer? And we both laughed. What a wonderful life we are destined to have together. And then, just as I was lost in those thoughts, he said, hello. Hello. The first word he ever spoke to me. Whenever I hear that word from now on, I will think of him. And he injected it with such music. Hello. Hello. I said, I'm here to set up your PC. He said, oh good, I've been waiting a long time. I thought, I've been waiting a long time for you too. He said, it wouldn't do for it to look like I'm doing nothing on my first day. And I smiled, because he'd made a joke. A joke to put me at ease. He is clearly a very kind person. But then I worried, because a smile wasn't a good enough response. I should have laughed. I should have demonstrated how much his thoughtful words meant to me. So I forced out a much heartier laugh. Ha <laughs> ha He looked at me in a slightly puzzled way. Maybe he's shy. He said he'd leave me to it. He said he was going out to get a coffee. And would I like one? Would I? I thought, this is escalating fast. He's already buying me coffee. I mean, that's practically a date. Our first date. By the time he returned with the coffees, I'd finished setting everything up. But I wasn't going to let him know that. I pretended I was waiting for something to install. I perched on the edge of his desk and I sipped my coffee as slowly as I could. I wanted to make this date last and to savour every moment. We didn't say anything to each other. We sat in companionable silence. Eventually, he said, Will it be much longer? I took the hint. I finished up my work and I left. He is right, of course. It is better to keep first dates short. Be mysterious. It builds intrigue. 
So I went back upstairs and back to deleting all traces of Benny from our system. You know, Benny really was full of shit. I found a copy of his CV on our server. It's a long time since I looked at it. And he claimed he had a first class degree. I know for a fact he only got a 2-1 because I checked. I phoned his university alumni office one day when I was trying to find out more about his student years. So I know. And look at it, he'd even put a stupid photo of himself on it. Who puts a photo on a CV? And looking at it now, it's hard to believe I ever saw anything in him. His eyes are not as bright as Johnny's. His hair isn't as soft. And what is he wearing? A hoodie. I mean, I know it was sentimental to him. It was a gift from an ex-girlfriend. I found that out from the caption to a photo he posted to Instagram of the two of them. But a hoodie? For a professional photograph? No taste. That was his problem. No taste. I deleted the file and I overwrote it. Because that chapter is closed. In the afternoon, we were all called down to the staff room to meet the new boy. And I felt a little secret superiority. Because I'd already met him. I already have a connection with him. After Christopher introduced him, Johnny got up to make a little speech. He's confident and assured and he's got a lovely speaking voice. Firm but melodious. He is quite perfect in every way and I felt proud of him. Proud of my Johnny. He is so much better than Benny. Benny didn't even have the decency to come into the office to say goodbye. Well, fuck him. Fuck him and all the time I spent getting to know him and caring about him and supporting him in his work. I put so much effort into that relationship. I was doing all the running. I always made sure he had the latest updates installed on his PC. I found out where his local was and I turned up at that pub every Friday night for over a year. And he saw me there. I know he saw me, but he never once acknowledged me. He just never returned the effort. He never did any of the work that's required to actually build something solid. I even tracked his sister down online because it's important to me to get to know someone's family if I'm going to be in a relationship with them. If you're going to be part of their lives. That's just the right thing to do. So I told her all about our relationship and she and I, we were getting on great. Until a couple of days later. When I got a confused and actually quite terse message from her. Because when she'd asked Benny about me, when she'd asked him why he'd been keeping me a secret, He denied everything. He told her we weren't a couple. He said I was just someone he worked with. That he hardly knew me. That he had barely spoken two words to me. 
but that wasn't true. He'd spoken at least 360 words to me since we'd first met. I know, because I keep logs. I've got stats, and I've got figures. So his denial? Really? It really hurt me. Because I had evidence to the contrary. And I knew how he felt about me. I saw how he looked at me in the staff room. Sometimes he would catch my eye and we'd make eye contact. Intense, searching eye contact. And then he would quickly look away. Because he was afraid of his feelings for me. Why are all men like this? Nearly every man I have ever been involved with has rejected me like this in the end and they have denied even knowing me. I do not understand why they are always so scared. Sometimes, on my really dark days, I wonder if it's something to do with me. But I do know it's not. I know what it is. It's commitment. Men are just terrified of commitment. But what can you do about it? Just give up? I'm not going to be deterred. I am going to keep trying. And I already sense that Benny is completely different to Benny. That's not right, is it? I mean, I already sense that Johnny is completely different to Benny. Benny made some accusations about me that were quite unpleasant. But I do understand why he did that. He was hurt. He was hurt that he couldn't be the partner I needed him to be. And in the end, I think he knew he'd done wrong by me. And that's why he left the company. He didn't even work out his notice. And now that I think of it, that was just like him. Always letting people down. I don't know why I put up with his cold and dismissive behaviour for as long as I did. But that is me. When I love someone, I love them totally. I'm devoted to them. And nothing will make me let go. Nothing. But that is in the past now. Today was a really special day. It is not every day that you fall in love. Not like this anyway, not this deeply and meaningfully. It's probably only happened to me about 30 or so times in my entire life. So I should be savouring it and documenting it and thanking my lucky stars that I have finally met someone who is good enough for me, who is strong enough to return my love with the same commitment and intensity. Not like Benny. At the end of his speech, Johnny said, I look forward to getting to know you better. And he looked at me. He looked straight at me. And I knew what he meant. Because I always knew that one day, one day I would meet a real man who is ready for a real relationship. And that day, that day was today. 
and things will be different this time. This time, my feelings will be returned. I will make sure of it. Lovesick by Ella Skolomovsky